0: They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White.
1: Everyone and thank you so much for joining us today on Power Your Life. And I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. Oftentimes, we want to move ahead in our lives and in our businesses, our careers, and sometimes we need help from other people who've already done that and been successful. And I have someone on today who's going to share, hopefully some of his business secrets. And Frank, I hope you're pronouncing your, pronouncing your name right, Frank Zacare is a five-time, number one best-selling and award-winning author, co-founder of Trust the Process, a book marketing program, as well as a keynote speaker. His My Business Secret series has produced four consecutive Amazon number one best-selling new releases. And one award-winning book in 22 months. Business secrets for walking on water. Business and personal secrets for avoiding relationship landmines. Business and personal secrets for getting unstuck. Business secrets from the battlefield to the boardroom are a few of his books. Based on this success, Frank and his partner Melissa Van Os were approached by other authors for assistance in helping them both market and promoting their books. So they created what's called Trust the Process, which is a detailed marketing promotion for authors who are willing to trust the process. In 22 months, 11 consecutive titles have achieved Amazon's number one, best-selling new release in multiple categories. That's wonderful. Welcome, Frank. How are you?
2: I'm wonderful, Joanne. Good to talk to you again.
1: So thank you. It's good to talk with you, too. So what's important is that, well, I'd love you. I know there are secrets, but first tell, tell our listeners, Frank, how you got involved in, in all this and also in helping people.
2: It was a long uh, uh, process, and I started writing books several years ago. I had no idea what I was doing. I just couldn't sleep at night, so I just started writing some books. I had no idea about the publishing world, and so I wrote five books. The books were good, but I didn't know what I was doing, so I didn't know how to market them or anything else. So I stopped for a period of time. then I had a radio show, and I had uh, interviewed Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, who's an award-winning author. And um, she was on my show, and she said to me, Frank, you write too well, and you speak too well. You need to start writing again. And I remember telling her, Joanne, I did this. It's it's too much of a pain. I don't want to do this again. And she was very persistent. She said, well, I'm going to help you. We're going to write a series. They're going to call it Business Secret Series, and we're going to do four books. And so we started the process again, and the first book was Business Secrets for Walking on Water, which had to do with my 35 years as a corporate executive and business owner, and what I learned in that period of time, Joanne, is what what you know isn't what it wasn't what, what it's going to be your problem. It's what you don't know. What you don't know is far more important than what you know, and what you don't see coming and what you don't prepare for usually takes your legs out from under you. So that book was based on that model. Here's things that are going to happen that you may not even see coming. So be aware. After that one, we got feedback that, okay, I think I have my professional life in order, but my personal life <laughs> not so good. So the second book was about avoiding relationship landmines. And that focused more on interacting with things, again, that can come up that you don't expect in your personal life and in your professional life to make sure that you have a balance. Because many of the
1: people who grew up on IBM So I have a question. Don't worry about
2: your personal life. Yes, ma'am.
1: Because you're talking about what you don't know, both in business and in life, which which is key. But how do we prepare for something that we don't even know or don't even realize that may be happening to us or may happen to us in the future?
2: That's a great question. I worked with a group out of uh, University of California Entrepreneurship Academy, and I said that same thing that I just said to you. They don't know what they don't know. And that's what they said. Well, how do you know what you don't know? Well, if you're going along (laughs) in the business world or in your personal life and you hit something and you're not sure what direction to go into, that's what you don't know. That's why we always suggest to surround yourself with people who have been where you want to go and they can sort of guide you through these landmines and show you where the rocks are so you can walk on water. Now, in the personal life, it might be a counselor, somebody like you, Joanne. In your professional life, it might be a strategic advisor, somebody like me, that's that's how you get past what you don't know is by getting engaged with people that are have been where you want to go to. That make sense?
1: Perfect. And and you know, that's so very important, Frank. And, and people need to know that. You know, again, I was looking at something earlier. It's important to reach out. It's And it's a strength to reach out and get the help that you need like you did, like I did a long time ago to to help somebody with my coaching.
2: That's absolutely true. One of the most difficult things to do, particularly people who have had some degree of success, is to learn to ask for and accept help from people who can actually help. There's a thousand people who will tell you what you should do with your life. They're not doing it. They've never done it. But they have an opinion on what you should do with your life.
1: You know, and that 's why it 's like you said, and it 's so true it 's important to reach out to people who know what they 're doing, who 've done it before, like you who who seem to excel in it, so that they can share what they know strategically to really help you move forward. so you and your partner, Melissa, have helped mm-hmm. so many people, and that that process is continuing. I know that you don 't want to share too much of it, but can you share a little bit of what that process, that trust the process is about that has helped so many people?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, one of the things that we, we didn't have any idea we were going to do this. I mean, Melissa and I had both written books. We both said, we, we've got to figure this out because you know, we're not making a lot of progress here. So we spent time and money and energy and effort, and we, and we came up with a system, and we tried it on ourselves first to make sure it worked, it actually worked. So as we, as we had success, more authors came to us and said, I don't know, you know, we don't know what we're doing either, so can you help us? And so what we ended up doing was creating a very, very detailed process. The first, if we have a conversation first with, with the potential author. And Joanne, we say no more times than we say yes, because you have to meet the criteria. And the first thing we want to know is why are you writing this book? And if someone says, well, I want to have uh, something for my grandchildren, then we're probably not the right people for you. There's a lot of other places to go. But if the reason you want to write this book is because you want to leverage it into your business, you want to use it as something to help expand or create additional revenue streams for you and your business or your life, then we'll continue the conversation. The next step is, are you willing to be coached? Now, That's a big, and that's a big one because authors, <laughs> yeah. for the most part, they just want to get the damn book done. I just want it to be done. It's said, it pull my heart and soul into it, and I want to get it up there, and, and people are going to run to Amazon and buy it, and I'm going to get rich. Okay, that doesn't work. So then it comes down to marketing and promotion. And the marketing and promotion is that we will prepare, we'll look at the manuscript, we want to make sure that you're willing to be coached, that your reason is, the why reason is that you want to expand your life or your business sector. And then we start laying out, we will create the content for you. We will create content and send it to you, and then you post it. And then you put it up, because we don't want your logins and passwords. We don't want to log in for you. And we'll create a pre-launch, which is basically, who is this author, and why should anybody care? And we say it nicer than that. The second (laughs) component is we go into the actual launch. Now we're getting to launch day. Then it gets, okay, now you know who the author is. Here's the book, and this is why you should care. We go through a whole process of that. The third step is the post-launch, and the post-launch is doing things like this, getting you on podcasts, getting the author on podcasts, getting them news releases that are put out there, putting them on a virtual book tour. If they'd like an Audible book, we create an Audible book for them or with them. So we give them a number of different options, on how to promote the book, because one of the things, big fallacy and the biggest myth, Joanne, is people believe the publisher is going to market your book. And yeah. that's absolutely false. Absolutely false. They might put out a press release, but they don't market your book. Their job is to get your book done and get it ready to get out into the marketplace. The burden falls mainly on the author And they turn around and they look and say, well, I don't know what to do. What's the next step? How do I go about doing this? And it's a process. And our three steps are layered. And each step is the foundation for the next step. So it's very detailed. We've done 11 consecutive books in a 22-month window. And they all went to number one in multiple categories, which is we're impressed And I think the authors have liked it, and and most of the authors have then leveraged that to get into a membership program or some other type of 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 a process to uh, continue to increase their
1: business. So you have what? What's the membership program? You have a membership program?
2: The membership program we help set up for uh, with the authors. They'll say, um, you know, I I wrote this book. Deborah Holes is a good example. She wrote a book on depression, how she overcame depression. And she got so much positive feedback from it that people are coming to her constantly asking her for input and advice. And so we said, well, why don't we take that? The next step in the post-launch is we'll help you create a membership plan. And so we created that with her for her. It's going to be coming out in August, I believe, is when it's actually going to be released. And so we'll, we put the training together for them. We walk them through the process, and then we open that door for them. Now, Melissa and I have our own little membership program. She has one, and I have one, to help authors. Let's step through this. What is it you're trying to accomplish? And then here's – it's a series of questions that we ask. And once and, and as we get the answers to these questions, then we, then we start working with the individual author. that makes sense?
1: Perfectly. So, what do you find are some of the challenges that that I mean, you did mention some before. Authors don't know anything about marketing or, or even the first steps in terms of promoting themselves or whatever. When when you actually are helping authors write a book, what's some of the challenges that they come up with?
2: And they probably the biggest, can be very. Yeah, the biggest challenge is. They, uh, the authors will have in their mind something that they think it's the way it should be done. And not the writing of the book, the marking of the book. The writing of the book, they can they interface with the publisher. And, but as far as the marking of the book, and so we'll start to create the content. We'll send it to them and say to post this. And then they challenge it. And we've had this happen a couple of times. Yeah, or or I, I, don't, I prefer a different kind of picture. Or I would like something with a different tone. Well, as we tell them, that's why we're sending it to you in advance. If you want to tune it up, that's fine. But do not write War and Peace. There's so many authors want to get their whole story out. (laughs) And ours is very short, very short messages with a graphic, with a picture. And, again, it's a a stepping stone. The more they see it, the more they start to put together, wow, Dr. Duran's writing another book. This ought to be interesting. Let me see what else is coming down the road. And you start layering that. And then, then which one author in particular, well, well I, I wanted it to expand, and it was, and you put it on a social media platform, and he's got like four paragraphs. And we're telling him nobody is going to read that. Nobody's going to read it. Now, in, in a newsletter, maybe they will, but not on a social media post. They're not. It's very quick. It's easy. They look, okay, fine, move on. That's one of the biggest challenges is – Having, and we say this so many times: trust the process. And we get some pushback initially, and then as they start as it starts moving forward, then they start to see, okay, this is starting to make sense. It's starting to look good. The big thing, Joanne, is people figure. Uh, so many times I've heard this: I released a book. Could you help me market it? And at that point, we you say you've missed the window. You don't try to market the book after it's been released. That's the first time people are hearing about it, after it's been released. You've already missed the window of opportunity because in the United States last year, 4 million books were written. That's 77,000 a week. Wow. You hit your release date. Now I'm going to start marketing. Well, guess what? That week after, 77,000 more books got released. So you have to start prepping before the book is released. So as you're in your final edits, that's the time you start to get ready to, to uh, promote the book and do the marketing and promotion step. And we look for a minimum of three months. We'll say that to an author and they'll say, oh my God, three months, that, that, that's too long. And I said, no, three months are the steps that are necessary to put you in a position on launch day to make this happen. And so once we determine the launch date, then everything works backwards from there. So everything is targeted toward that day. And on that day is when we want all the people that we've been in contact with, the email campaign that we've set up, the live video that we set up, the social media programs that we set up, the interviews that we've set up, all geared to that day. And on that day, that's your best chance to hit Best Seller.
1: Wow. Well, you know, Frank, it sounds so involved in terms of what you're doing to help authors how do you have time to set it all up for each individual author
2: well we have uh, as i said the first thing is, is the meeting and the conversation with them first okay what the key messages you're trying to get across what are the most important things and we have a copy of the manuscript so we take stuff directly from their manuscript then it's Melissa and I don't do this by ourselves. We have a whole team of people that we work with. So we may say, okay, let's bring in this person over here to handle the graphics for this, and let's get this person to do some of the uh, verbiage for this one. And we, you don't work in a vacuum. So there could, be anytime, there could be four to six additional people involved with us, depending on what the project is and how big it is and how long we're going to put it together. Also, what else does the author want to do? do they want to create a membership program? Do they want to set up a subscription-type thing? Do they want to um, to to create a, their own newsletter that we can assist and help them with? So depending on how much depth the author wants to go into is how many people we bring into the program to test, uh, to put it together. Melissa and I uh, oversee... The whole thing. She's more the creative mind, and I'm more the uh, let, let's get let's get the plan together. We create a statement of work, Joanne, which is very very detailed. It's probably four to six pages.
1: Oh and wow! Then there
2: are all the steps that are going to occur. So there are no surprises. Now, I was a corporate executive in the high tech world for many many years, and we worked with multi million dollar systems. And I don't like to be surprised. Period. <laughs> So when we were putting those multi dollar systems together, they're very granular statements of work. We're doing this. You're doing this. This is the time frame. This is when it needs to be done. This is the day I want you to post this. This is the day I want you to send out the email. This is the time of the day I want you to send out the email. And so we break it all down for them as granularly as possible because it is overwhelming. A lot of authors, they don't know. They've never done this. They might have marketed right. a, a business or they may have marketed a webinar that they've done or they may have marketed a, a talking, engage, speaking engagement, but, but, but marketing a book is very different because it's a definitive window of time that you have to hit. That's it. That's the release. That's the
1: magic. That's where it happens. Beautiful, Frank. I think it's so important for, for authors and our listeners to hear that. Now, congratulations. You were awarded a number first place award by the author zone for nonfiction business for your business and personal secrets for getting unstuck you want to tell us a little bit about that
2: yeah that was exciting uh, uh kathleen canvas uh who told me to get back involved in writing again she said frank here's some uh book award groups apply to some of them see what happens so i found, i met i learned about the author zone they're out there pittsburgh pennsylvania and so I looked into what they had, and I said, okay, sure. So I submitted the book for a potential award. Now, you submit the book like in July, August, and then you don't hear anything for a long time. So you think, okay, well, that was nice, and it was a good experience. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Then about 10 days before Christmas, I get a notification. You have been awarded a first place nonfiction business for business secrets, business and personal secrets for getting unstuck. And they were going to have an event the following week in Pittsburgh. Well, I live in San Diego, so I'm not going to fly all the way across the nation on four-day notice uh, to get the award. But they did send us a decal and and a nice letter that we had won this. And that's opened up a tremendous amount of doors because now as we're talking to authors, and we said, well, what have you done? I said, well, I've got five best-selling books. And i got an award-winning book. All right? So trust the process. We've been there. We know what we're doing.
1: And it was real Beautiful. exciting. Uh, it's, it's well, congrats. Uh, that's that's, a, that's thank an honor. You, thank Great. So it's you also us- have, I think you still have this Roku TV and YouTube show, right?
2: Yep, yeah, we do. We have. Uh, it's uh, it's now a podcast. It, or it always was a podcast, but it's it's now being picked up by podcasters. You know, iHeart and uh, 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 Amazon Alexa and. Spotify, uh, a group called Parade Deck, which started off as a group, uh, they're dealing trying to help military people you know, get uh, exposure. They've picked it up and they post uh, they post uh, the videos and the audio on their page. It gets posted on Roku TV, and it goes to my YouTube channel. And you were one of my guests. In fact, you were one of the higher rated oh. shows on, uh, on the uh, on the program. And so what we try to do there is. When I started doing radio a few years back, it was, they, they'd asked me, Frank, I want you to do a business show. And I went, business shows are boring. I don't want to talk about return on investment. I? No, I said, boring, not interested. And they kept persisting. I had sold my company at that point. And I didn't have to do anything, right? So I was just, all right, what am I going to do now? And they came back to me, Voice America, and they said, what do you want to do, Frank? And I said, I want to do a show called Life-Altering Events, which is the name of my company, Life-Altering Events. And I want to talk to people who have been through something that altered the trajectory of their life. Something happened or something occurred to them growing up, like in your case, Joanne. And they persisted and continued going forward. And the life they have now is better than the life they thought they were going to have. Those are the people that I want to talk with and interview. So that's how we started. And the radio show was for 69 weeks, had 240,000 listeners in 42 countries. And then I was approached and they said, Frank, you need to, you need to go to video because you're doing just audio and it's a video world. And that's when the Roku TV and the YouTube component came into play. So it's a lot of fun.
1: So We're you're going to help to me with that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's important.
2: We, we talked to so many interesting people. They, everybody has a story. And, and the fourth book in the series was, was, was with veterans, and I'm a Vietnam veteran, and I wanted to have something showing the, the transition and the migration for veterans. That because that they, they, you hear all the veteran homeless and veteran all the, the negative things, but there are so many veterans who who have made successes of themselves. But but they went through the transition, and here's the steps that they that they took. And so we had 19 authors, 19 co-authors, wrote a chapter about their version, their life story, their transition out of the military. And the whole idea was you, you, you can make this happen, veterans or anybody else. You can make this happen. But particularly for a veteran, you can't get out and expect that everything's going to be done for you. You can't expect the VA is going to do everything and your life is going to be wonderful. Now, you have to do the work. The help is there. The help is there. And this goes to anyone. The help is there. You have to go look for it, you have to ask for it, and you have to be willing to put in the work. And if you put in the work, good things are going to happen. And that book was uh, with the veterans, and they they asked me to speak at their uh, the Houston Regional Veterans Chamber of Commerce. They asked me to speak at their expo uh, in September, and several of their uh, members were authors in that book.
1: And yeah, and and I've I've really looked at that book. I think it's incredible. But and so and so are your other books. But what's so important is again that book, ha- and, and what's in it is helping other veterans. And there are so many veterans out out here that need help, that need support. That can benefit from the lessons, from the advice, from from the stories, because there are stories of of other veterans and how they've moved forward. So I, you know, Bravo! I get, again, I think that's so so very important. So what's next for you, Frank? Do you have time for anything else? I'm joking, but <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that uh, we're, we're going to work with more and more authors.
2: Uh, one of the things that just happened there's there's a group called NAMCA, N-A-M-C-A, and it's a speaking certification program to deal with colleges and universities. And Melissa and I both went through that program, and we are now certified as certified speakers in that in that arena. So one of the things that that we're we want to do, and we're working on now, is to speak at uh, colleges and universities for like things like orientation and things like business leadership and things like um, personal relationships and the importance because the quality of your life is based on the quality of your relationships. And to go in and talk to um, students and, and staff at universities and say, look, here's the real world. There's theory, which is what you learn in school, and then there's reality, okay? Here's the theory, this is the way it works in the real world and to get that point across. And I started doing that when I was asked to be a mentor and judge with the University of California Entrepreneurship Academy that I mentioned earlier. Those are the 10 research universities in California, the UC system. And as we started uh, working with them, you have these, these, these students and come in and they say, here's my business plan. This isn't is wonderful. This is great. Look how technical this is. And I said, <laughs> it's wonderful. In fact, I can't even understand the technology. What you're telling me is so far <laughs> over my head, I can't even understand it. However, it doesn't solve a business problem. And who's going to be interested in buying it? Well, do you understand how, how complex this is? And I said, yes, I understand how complex it is. And Nobody
1: cares. <laughs> <laughs> you know i I think it's so important because I was an adjunct at Temple University, and one of the pluses is that you you like I were in the world doing what- doing things and a lot of no offense to to people who are teaching and and professors or whatever, but it's important to get your hands in what's going on so that you're able to help people, and it's not just all theory, like you said, or all books. It's really practical experience and knowledge, and, and that's key, and that's what you're doing, which is important. It's it's a,
2: it's a lot of fun in, in, in listening to them because they're very, very eager um, to be successful, and some of them will listen and some of them won't. When you talk, to, again, when you talk to extremely intelligent people, they're going to tell you they're the smartest person in the world and that they know what the answer is. And okay, fine, if that's the case, you know, I wish you best. One of the best. One of the talks I gave, and, and one of the professors got so upset, and I said, basically, what we're working on to be a, a successful small business owner is the single most difficult job in the world. And they all look at me, and I said, look, 50 to 60% failed in three years, and 80% failed in five. So why are we continuing to promote a program that fails with this kind of regularity. Maybe we should be looking for something different. Maybe we should be looking for the next practice and not necessarily the best practice, which isn't seeming to be working very well. And there was a lot of consternation over that statement. And I said, <laughs> all right, as you could imagine. And I said, well, let's look at this. Let's step through it. Let's sit down with some of, some of the key people in your, in your uh, entrepreneurship program. Who are they going to for assistance? Who are their advisors? Well, they're professors. They're their frat brothers. They're uh, someone they had in class. They are their uncle who ran a gas station 35 years ago. And I said, okay. And they're wonderful people, but they've not been where you want to go. So it comes back to the thing we talked about earlier. You don't know what you don't know. So when something comes up and you're not sure where to go, when you turn to your advisors, they certainly don't know what to do. They've never been there. We kept trying to come back to Get strategic advisors. You don't have to hire them. Bring them in on the project basis. And that strategic advisor can help you, guide you through the landmines. And then when the project is done, they move away. But they can come back because they'll remember where you were. And so now you've got this ongoing relationship that's going to help you get through the quagmire of trying to succeed in the world. Because you're going to get stuck. It's going to happen.
1: It's inevitable. It's part of of life and it's part of business, and and that's important, which is why you need people on your side who, like you said, who've been through the process, who understand it, who can help you move forward, and it's important to ask. It really is, and it's important to to follow through. That's another thing. A lot of people want to write books. You and I both know that, but, but... Somehow they get stuck or they, don't, or they stop or they don't even start or something like that, right? Right. So what are some big takeaways because we're almost running out of time that, you, again, you, mm-hmm. you know, what you're saying is so right on. What would you like to leave our listeners with, Frank, that's really important?
2: I think the biggest thing is decide what you want to have or what you want to do and then get involved with people who have been where you want to go. And I cannot overemphasize that enough. If you want to be an author, if you want to write books and you get in touch with someone like like Melissa and I, if you have issues, other types of programs that you get a hold of, you, Joanne, what is it that you want to get accomplished in your life? What is your why? To go with the Simon Sinek thing. What's your why? And then, well, how am I going to get there? It doesn't start off with water. How? It starts off with why. And then... Whom am I going to work with to get me there? That becomes the critical factor. So reach out. There are so many people who will help you, and you don't have to pay a million dollars to get their advice, but there's so many people who are willing to help you, but you've got to be willing to put in the work.
1: And why why is it that people just, you know, they, they want to do it, they want to do it, but, but like you said, they're not willing to do what it takes. They're not willing to put in the work. I don't understand that. Any ideas?
2: It's, it's hard, number one. It's hard to be successful or it's hard to be to get to where you want to go. Um, that's where a lot of people get stuck. It's easier to say, Well, I hate this job, but you know it's such a pain in the neck to look for something different. I, I don't want to go through the interview process or I'm getting paid too much money here if I leave, you know how am I going to handle it economically? And it just simply becomes a series of excuses that come up. Uh, Mel, uh, I'm giving him no 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 Philip. I am apologize to Mel, she's on my radio show, but she talks about the five-second rule. You know, when a thought comes into your head, very quickly your mind is going to put up barriers because your mind is there to protect you. And if it says, oh, well, no, don't do that because that's not a good idea. So if you don't take action, soon, chances are that idea is, is, is going to percolate for a little bit and then it's going to die and it's going to go away. And then you say, well, if only, or I should have, or, you know, I could have. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear I could have, or should have, or whatever. Did you take the actions? You came up with it. Make a decision and start moving forward. Okay, you can always adjust as you go along because I don't care how good your plan is or how good your idea is. Life is going to throw a bunch of roadblocks and landmines in front of you and you're going to have to make adjustments anyway. So start down the path. Let's get it going.
1: Beautiful, and you know what you're right. We always have to make adjustments life happens change happens And you have to move forward with it But not trying doesn't give you any options at all. So that's so very important Frank tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you find out how to be part of This wonderful trust the process and more
2: Sure, I'm easy to find the website is my name www.frankzakari.com uh, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm easy to find there, and that's how we connected, in fact. We're on Facebook, uh, the email is FrankZakari at gmail.com. We keep everything pretty simple. The YouTube uh, account is Frank um, So we're, we're very simple, but very easy to find. Trust the process. If you drop us a message to Melissa or I, we will send you kind of an overview of the program we also give you the myths that so many people just don't understand, and we'll, we send that document out also to make people aware. Hey, here's a, here's something. Here's another thing you don't know about the book publishing in life and marketing business. People um, can call me nine one six seven one eight five five one seven. We're open to talk to anyone and everyone.
1: Beautiful. Frank, thank you so much. I love what you do, and I think, again, you're you're here to help so many people and are doing that, you and Melissa, in a very beautiful way. So thank you for being you, and thank you for sharing some of your business secrets today and more to come.
2: Thank you for the opportunity, Joanne.
1: My pleasure. Have a beautiful day, Frank. You too. Thanks. So think about what Frank said because again, if you just sit on something and 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 think I want to do this, I want to do this, but it's only a dream. Be able to move forward with your dreams, as Frank said. Take the action, take the steps, and reach out to somebody who actually has been there. It's great to do it with to reach out to friends and colleagues and whatever, but if they haven't done where and been where you want to be and and what you want to do then then they may not be the the best helpers or strategic workers for you and with you and that's really key so remember you have the opportunity to take charge of your life to power your life and your dreams and don't just sit on them because then nothing is going to happen move forward with action with precision Reach out and remember, reaching out to people to help you is not a sign of weakness. It helps you get forward and move forward faster and easier and get the support that you need. Thank you so much for joining us. If you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version, Joanne White at DocWhite.org. And remember, take those steps today. Those are action steps Even those small steps can lead you forward in the direction that you choose. Have a beautiful and blessed day and move forward. You've been listening
0: to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire.